What's up, everybody? It's your boy, Markeith. The one and only Too Smooth. And welcome back to... Man Cave. Y'all like that sign, man. Yeah. I know. It's an Amazon special. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, today's episode, we're going to talk a lot about um, self-inflicted wounds. Yep. You know, um, so we're just going to hop straight into it. Right, right. And the first question we have is like, why do we do it? Is it on purpose or is it accidental? I think that that's a it's a tricky question, mm-hmm. you know. Um, I'm gonna say both though, because I know that in my experience, I've had plenty, <laughs> <laughs> plenty <laughs> that were on purpose, Ooh. but then I've had a, a lot of them that were also just accidental too. Mm-hmm. Like I, I just didn't know, you know, I didn't know any better. So I, I'm gonna go with both. Final answer. Okay. Um, I would definitely say that it is indeed both. And sometimes it starts out as accidental and then becomes purposeful. Mm. Um, kind of like, kind of like the, the, um, the synonym was made like with, um, like for example, drug abusers, they're kind of like, you know, um, causing them self, self-inflicted. I wouldn't say necessarily say wounds, not a wound. Self-inflicted addiction. You know, we had this discussion whether it was like, you know, uh, a disease or a choice, you know, and I was trying to say it started out as a choice, as an accident, well, purposeful, but then after a while it became a disease. But mm-hmm. in this case, it started off accidental, like, oh, well, maybe just, just try this out. Then after a while, you're kind of like, well, I'm going to keep doing it. So I think that's a lot about a lot. Of, I think that's a lot of the same with self-inflicted wounds. But as to why we do it, that can preach in the cell. I mean, I feel like there's a lot of different reasons why, though. I think it really just depends on the wound. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Or on what what it is that you're inflicting on yourself. So, I'll, I'll put my business on Front Street. I ain't shaming nothing. Come you on know now. What I'm saying? Um, I think that for me, one of the... <laughs> <laughs> you so tickled. <laughs> I, I get tickled because this is a shameful part of my past. I feel that. You know, but, but it is what it is. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? <laughs> Um, for me, there was a point in time where I just wanted to feel loved. Mm-hmm. I wanted to feel complete. I wanted to feel whole. So in that, I ended up tying myself to uh, various women who I knew that I knew that I knew I did not need to be around, that I did not need to be with or have any type of communication with, did not need to do nothing with, all of that, you know? And so my reason was because I was lonely. I was uh, just wanted, you know, I feel like everybody wants to be loved. I, I wanted to be loved. Uh, I was I was heartbroken. Um, and let's, you know, call a spade a spade. I was just wild. <laughs> you know, because when 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 you, when you get down to it, you know, it was still my decision, but that was my why, you know, mm-hmm. and and I own up to that. And so because of that, I did some dumb things mm. and I, 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 you know, had to deal with the consequences and the repercussions. Yeah, I, I definitely feel that. I would say that was one of mine as well, um, but I'm driving a little further for me. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've always wanted to felt you know, like needed or important. So I mean, De- oh, so, I definitely understand. So I would sit up here and like, you know, put people's put other people's needs above mine. Mm-hmm. And and I, it was people that I knew. 
Not, not I think, but I know. I know what I know. I know that I know that I know. Mm-hmm. Did not give two cents about me at all. And did not even have my best interest at heart. So, and I would just allow, I would still give so much to them and still be up here surprised and hurt <laughs> when they sat up here and played me like a dog on food. Right. Up here crying, up here hurt, up here upset. People don't do nothing but do me wrong. Mm-hmm. It's your fault. You you sat right. up here and put yourself in a position. Yeah. See, that's why I, I, I started to say it loud. I yeah. call myself, you know. Yeah, progressing, not perfect. Amen. But no, I definitely feel that though. It's like, if you know it ain't raining outside, and somebody that's your friend standing behind you, you gonna believe that that's rain is the reason that the back is that, that your back is wet? No, he's peeing on you. Okay, in case you ain't never heard how it go, don't pee on my back and tell me that it's raining outside. Okay, <laughs> but but now nah, like we a lot of times we get ourselves into dumb situations, and and the why is just. It really just depends, mm-hmm. you know. I can think of some more examples. Um, I could be all day sitting here with, with self-inflicted problems, but I really liked what you said a minute ago about putting other people's needs above you. Mm-hmm. That was one of the issues I had because I thought that it made me more of a man. I thought that it validated my manhood. And so I would purposely make myself last in every situation, you know, take care of everybody else. And then at the end of the day, I'd be like, you know, well, I'm supposed to feel good about myself, but now I feel played when everybody overlooking me mm. and ain't nobody worry about me. And then, you know, I'm, I'm secretly mad, but I'm not going to say nothing because, you know, that that's self-inflicted. That's that's really stupid. Like, yeah. At what point do you do better? Ooh, I feel seen. <laughs> <laughs> but um, OK, but so like what are some things that are self-inflicted that we might not notice? Man. Whew. I could tell you from just experience and from knowing how a man's mind works. Woman, women problems. Okay, I said woman. Women, <laughs> women problems. Okay, a lot of times they're self-inflicted. And I'm, I'm going to tell y'all why. Y'all, y'all not going to like me for this one. Y'all not going to like me. But it's okay. Because half y'all probably don't like me anyway. You don't know me. It's fine. Um, We... Like I said, we have these needs, uh, we, we have desires. I'm not going to say needs. We have these desires to feel loved. We have these desires to feel needed. We have these desires to feel popular. We have desires to feel validated. We have desires to feel uh, like men, you know? And so <laughs> I think that uh, that that is a big factor in why we will get into relationships and stuff that we don't need to be in. And we know good and well that we're hurting ourselves, but we do it anyway. Mm. And then when the consequences roll around and now you have low self-esteem, you mad at everybody but you. You know, you mad at uh, Susie from around the block because you're like, oh, she tore my self-esteem down. She made me feel this type of way. But you knew that you didn't have no business with her. That is self-inflicted. Am am I right or am I wrong? No, that is true. But I also say self-inflicted wounds are often ones that you don't address. Mm. Oh, that's good too. For example, if I know for a fact that I absolutely hate, absolutely hate when you call me, (laughs) when you call me a certain name, Mm -hmm. okay? And like, and um, 
because I almost almost said the nickname my grandmother gave me. Oh, um, you should have said that. Mm, been absolutely funny. not. I'm not putting that out there. <laughs> Grandma's only. So, um, so if I know that I absolutely hate when you call me that name, but yet I don't tell you, and instead I laugh. I enable you. Mm-hmm. I don't address it. I just be like, oh, I'm gonna just laugh. You know, even though it hurt, just laugh it off because everybody else is laughing, whatever. Right. I don't address that. Then that that becomes a self-inflicted wound because you no longer. Because instead of you addressing it and then like, you know, possibly even stopping it or removing yourself from that or just be like, hey, that's not funny. I don't like that. Right. You're allowing it to continue. And then now you're putting the blame on them when really you should have been said something. Right. And I feel like that's the problem with self-inflicted wounds. We always want to blame everybody else, but Mm -hmm. we never take accountability for the fact that we did it to ourselves. Yes. You know, like uh, another really big self-inflicted wound is wow i just had it now i really don't have it anymore mm-hmm. so i'm gonna find another one <laughs> another other self-inflicted wound um i would say is being ignorant mm-hmm. oh, because yes. i feel like you can start out being ignorant and it's like okay you don't know right but if you know that you don't know something why would you not try and educate yourself mm-hmm. see self-inflicted wounds can also they're not they're not always just what you do Sometimes they're what you don't do. Like you were saying, sometimes yes. you don't speak up. Sometimes it's just me not figuring out the answer to a problem or not figuring out, you know, what it is I need to do to reach a certain goal. And and you try to blame everybody else, but it's like that is self-inflicted. I'm going to give you a good example. Let's just be honest. A lot of y'all can't read. Y'all know when it was ele- y'all was in elementary school and they did that popcorn reading. <laughs> And they called on you and you shamed yourself, you shamed your mama, you shamed your daddy, you shamed your grandmother, you shamed the whole generation of people because you couldn't read. But guess what? If you are 23 years old and, and look me in my eyes when I tell you this, if you are 23 years old and you still can't read, that's your fault. That is a self-inflicted wound, mm-hmm. right? Yes. Because you knew that you was ignorant. Excuse me, that's bad language. You knew that you were ignorant. <laughs> Why did you not take it upon yourself to go and learn to read? Bad language says again. <laughs> now, now you're 23 and you cannot read. And now you look crazy. You go out on the date and y'all looking at the menu and she's going to leave because you can't pronounce half the stuff that's on the menu. That is self-inflicted. That is self-inflicted, and it's mainly self-inflicted because what efforts have you taken to change that? Now, exactly. if you're now if you had tried, not had tried, you should be trying still right. until you get you it right. You ought to be able to read at twenty-three. I mean, it don't take that long. Everybody's lives are different now. Um, <laughs> if you're trying, keep working. Exactly. Like if you were trying to to remedy the problem, then that's that's entirely different. But to just sit there and remain, you know, to remain in whatever. Whatever that problem is that you are having, that is just, Lord have mercy. That, I don't even want to say that's even self-inflicted wound. I would more so say that's kind of just like self-sabotage at this point. Yeah. Like, it, it goes from self-inflicted wound to self-sabotage. And like, you're just Definitely. sabotaging yourself at this point. Mm-hmm. But um, something else that I don't think people notice is a self-inflicted wound is, um, is, is, um, <laughs> I gotta see. I gotta say this properly now. Okay. If I don't, you know, my take, my head chopped time. off. My, you know, I might, they might be, might be crucified. Um. 
a self-inflicted wound would be you allowing allowing certain things to happen. Okay, now, you got to give us some more I, on I, that. Yeah, I'm going to yeah. eat more on that. Like, for example, um, soul ties. Okay, oh, that's are, good. Those are real self-inflicted wounds. Ooh, those because are Because you decided to go ahead and be like, you know what? I'm going to do this, you mm-hmm. know? And whether you did it well or not, like you, <laughs> you, <laughs> you sat there. All right, <laughs> I'm, trying to, I'm trying to talk I'm sorry. here. Go ahead. <laughs> you sat here and you allowed yourself. You know, you allowed a soul tie to um to form, and then after that, you know, whatever happened after that happens. You like all kinds of hurt, anger, pain, and you know, all kinds of things happened afterwards, and. Now you're sitting up here sad, upset, hurt, you know, when things hit the fan, when in actuality you could have stopped it at the root. Mm-hmm. You could have stopped it at the root. And honestly, a lot of people don't see, you know, um, engaging in sexual intercourse as self-sabotage in the moment, truly, but until when they see um, the collateral damage it leaves afterwards. Right. But it is, really. No, I, I definitely agree with that. And, uh, you know, guys, if, if you're going to do something, do it well. And I'm, right. I'm going to stop there. I'm not, I'm, not encur- I'm not encouraging. I'm not enabling. But if you're going to do something, do it well. But anyway, moving forward. Um, no, nah, I, I, I definitely agree with that. Because like you were saying earlier, you know, a self-inflicted wound is like, okay, maybe uh, my heart was broken. So I slept around with this chick this one time. And then... You then you learned after that time that this is not something that I need to do. This is not the way that I need to live. There's a better quality of life out there. But instead, you decide to make a pattern out of it, and then it becomes self-sabotage. I definitely, definitely agree with that. And I think that's something that we have to be more aware of because there are a lot of really small things that essentially you know, prohibit us from being all that we can be. And I think that, uh, you know, being sexually active outside of the marriage bed is definitely a huge one. Mm. But we're we're going to have to make a whole nother episode on that. Right. Promise. Promise that we will have a whole nother episode on that. Exactly. Because I, I, I know it'd be hard out here, y'all, because the flesh be acting <laughs> up. Okay? But, like, really, it, it it comes with a lot of discipline. If you haven't seen it, Watching season one, because I can get that. Right. But, um, but. Can I ask you a question? Go ahead. So, what I want to know. No, don't um, worry about it. Okay. Okay, go ahead. I'll pack my stuff and I'll go home. I'm sorry, I got a little scared. Go ahead. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) No, um, (laughs) what I want to know, um, how do you notice when you are inflicting damage on yourself? When. Just, you know, give the guy some some knowledge on that some insight on that when what you you think when you keep pointing your fingers at everyone else yet all the fingers are pointing back at you Mm. every single one now everybody can't be lying now (laughs) every every last person who said that 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 you sit up here and you and you tear everything up it they all can't be lying now like truly i had like i had to use this 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 visual effect for a client you know because my teacher used it so i used it for you know for, for, for that client 
Now and, and then you just like everybody around me keeps saying I'm I'm angry and stuff. Like that. So so therefore they don't want to be around me. You're lonely mm-hmm. now because you keep you can't keep your anger in check. That is self sabotage. You and then now that loneliness you feel is a self self inflicted wound. Right. But um um and I was just like okay cool. So I got a bunch of pens and pencils. I said okay tell me everybody who said that you know you feel. I mean that that you're angry because mm-hmm. kept saying I'm not I'm not an angry person. Like my mama threw that pencil down. Like this. I threw just about every pencil down. And when I had one left, I said, and I stopped. I said, now you still have more to go, right? He's like, uh, I guess so, probably. I said, all right, but look at all these pencils on the ground. Everybody say you got anger issues except you. So you mean to tell me that this one person is right and everybody down here is tripping, right? He was like, oh. That's that's a really good analogy. Well, I might have a little bit of a problem then. <laughs> you know? <laughs> at, at least he realized it. Exactly. Though, you know? No, that's, that's actually really good. Um... I think another way that you know if you if you are just constantly inflicting pain on yourself is if you are constantly the common denominator. Yes. Like if in every situation you're like, oh, well, this girl broke my heart and she she wasn't the one for me. But you have 10 of those same stories. That means you're not doing a good job of picking, meaning that it is your fault. Am I, I'm not, am I saying that that person is justified in how they may have treated you or whatever the situation is, whatever happened? I'm not saying that, but what I'm saying is when you're the common denominator, you need to start looking at yourself. That's what I'm saying. Truly. And honestly, it, it, it's always kind of hard to, 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 to call yourself out because people love to play victim. Oh, yeah. Like... I've seen so many so many people play victim, man. Like I'm just like, well, dang, who the killer? Right. Like who actually shot the person? Who actually dealt dealt the final, the final blow? But like honestly, like when you in in a lot of situations lately, because mm-hmm. um I had a lot of self inflicted wounds myself, you know. <laughs> we and, all um, have. We, we all have. And um you know and and I and I saw, at some point I found myself like okay you 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 not right, Marquis. Like, obviously, something not something not adding up. So I literally had to sit down and be like, okay. So each problem, like if 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 all your problems sound the same, like he said, because I tried to, I, I was kind of like, oh, this problem sounds the same. This sounds the same. Let me look at these situations. I was like, oh, well, dang. The same thing kind of happened. I kind of just blew up. Kind of just okay. You know, you, you kind of have to be real with yourself, right? You know, because like, because like self inflicted wounds, they they always. I would kind of say the worst, like they hurt mm-hmm. a little bit more than when other people inflict them because with self-inflicted wounds, you often don't notice them mm-hmm. or you often refuse to recognize them or right. you just don't feel them until much later. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's a good point too, of just like, you know, self-inflicted wounds are kind of like the silent killers Yes. because if you're not aware of them, you'll spend your whole life blaming everybody else. And like you said, you know, playing victim, but it's like you never stop to look at yourself. That's why I think it takes a a really high level of personal awareness mm. to really be able to look at yourself and be like, you know what? I was wrong in this situation. That's on me. You know what I'm saying? Or to be able to look at yourself and say, I can do better. And to not make those same mistakes. Over, well, not mistakes. Those same decisions over and over again. Because at a point, they do become decisions. And to do the same thing over and over and expect a different result 
is the literal definition of insanity. I just wanted to throw that in there. That always makes me sound educated, you know. People like that definition. <laughs> yeah, and um and honestly I would I would say it's a little it's a little bit psychotic. Not from a professional standpoint, just from a personal mm-hmm. standpoint. That's not the definition you know, yeah. professional standpoint, but personally I think it's a bit psychotic. Um so how to avoid it? I think the first way to avoid a self-inflicted wound. Uh, well, can, can I backtrack for a second? Mm-hmm. I just want to throw one little nugget in there. Mm-hmm. Um, you also have to not be prideful. Because like, if your pride is blocking your vision, you can't see your own mess. You can't mm-hmm. look in your mirror if all you see is your ego. So you have to humble yourself to be able to call yourself out on your own foolishness and keep people around you. What? But, and brothers out here um, refuse to let go of anything right. remotely similar to pride. Yeah, and we have to we have to do better with that. You know, that's something we all have to work on consistently. Mm-hmm. But what, what was the question you asked me? Oh, how to avoid it? Pretty much what you the last two answers you gave was pretty much like oh low key, huh? Yeah, avoiding it. So I guess I throw mine in there. <laughs> um, how to avoid self inflicted wounds? Kind of. I mean, those are the major ways. You I mean, but them. you also got to think too. You know, I think the best way. One of the best ways to avoid mm. a self-inflicted wound mm. okay. is to really take time and think things through before you make a decision. Yes. Because when you do things on impulse, you don't think about the consequences. You don't think about how it affects people around you. You don't think about how it affects you. You just do things. And so when you do things off impulse, you know, you may not realize it like, oh, crap. Like, it's like if you have a grenade. And you're surrounded by a bunch of people, right? You're like, oh, I can blow my way out of here. But then you, you pull the pin and you throw it and you don't realize you're going to get caught in the blast too. Now, you, you, now you're missing two legs. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And Never mind. Now, now you're missing two legs and you have to go through life, you know, crippled. Yeah. And I honestly, that, that, that's me. I'm a very impulsive. <laughs> that's my self self inflicted you know thing, right? I'm extremely impulsive, like to a fault. And but I'm aware of it though, and I try my best to do better, and to just not let it, you know, just 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 be a, such a driving force. And I've been better. I had gotten better at it. And then like lately, you know, like when you when, you know when enemies start attacking, mm-hmm. it kind of like kind of like 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 Sarah Jake said in one of her in one of her um in one of her um sermons. It's called uh, the system. Operating outside the system or something. I forgot how. I forgot exactly how she said it, but that girl preached that thing, and she was kind of like saying how, um, how like the devil ain't that busy. You mm-hmm. know, pretty much all he has to do is reintroduce you to, reintroduce you to um, an old habit or an old system, and you right. will start doing the work yourself. Oh, that is very and very so true. and so like you know, of course you know, that, that that's pretty much all it's been for me. You introduce <laughs> me to that old thing, I'm just like, oh, I'm taking off running until I realize, wait, what am I doing? Right, you know. And so, um, but that, and also I would say another big thing though, is to like, pray on it. Mm-hmm. Like, and I don't just mean just on like, who Lord show it to me, amen. No, I mean like, you gotta, you, that you, like, I don't think people have to understand, you know, a good friend of mine told me this, you know, she real smart, you know, she real saving everything. Um, <laughs> she told me that prayer is strategy. You know, like mm-hmm. when you pray, you have to have a strategy. Yeah. Prayer is strategy, like, and so, like, you really have to be real strategic when you're praying. You know, often I like to use scripture when I'm praying because the Lord said he will honor his word. Right. So, you know what? I'm That's what I'm using when mm-hmm. I'm praying, you know. So, just, 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 you know, 
the, the one I use most of the time, because, you know, whenever I can't think of nothing else while I'm down there, I'd be like, <laughs> uh, Lord, for your word says, lean out on your own understanding, mm-hmm. but and always acknowledge you when you start making my path straight, Lord. So point me in a straight way, okay? Because yeah. I'm lost. I don't know what I'm doing. Am I right about this or this and that or whatever? And, you know, kind of just kind of just do that. So really, really consult with the Lord because he's going to check you every time. I definitely agree with that. And just to kind of piggyback off of that, you know, I think not only should you pray about things, but I also think that you should take the time to really learn, mm-hmm. you know, because there's a, how do I want to put it? So, you know, there are multiple ways to do things, but I think that our goal should be in life to find the best ways to do things, mm-hmm. you know, because you can get to the same result from a lot of different ways, but you want to use an effective way that doesn't hurt you or anybody else in the process. And so I think that not only is the knowledge good, but then the application of that knowledge, because you can have the knowledge and not use it. You know what I'm saying? I've seen plenty of people who know the rules of the road and don't follow them. (laughs) Like, I'm pretty sure we're all guilty of that. We all speed. We all run a red light here and there, you know? No, indeed. Like, I know you're not talking. (laughs) But, you know... You know, you want to use wisdom and wisdom is the application of that knowledge. And so I would also say just compare things to the word of God, because after all, that is our blueprint. That is how we are supposed to live our lives. Like you were saying, pray through things, you know, pray through scripture and see, you know, well, what does the word say I should do about this situation? How should I respond to X, Y and Z? And you'll realize that those are the best ways to do things, mm-hmm. you know, and, and you can make that a pattern throughout your life and i promise you i promise you i know that i know that it will change your life and will change your decision making which ultimately will lower your self self-inflicted wounds no you better preach on this good whatever today is i don't know what day it is either but Mm -hmm. more like night (laughs) yeah but um but yeah so um making better decisions learning the best way possible to go through these things to process these things to make yourself aware you know and like i said the, like he said the best decision is a lot like following god's word and seeing what he says about it and truly like i say everything is different for everybody you know you may right. you may decide to do things like david you know just hope yeah. you don't he had a whole lot of self yeah a whole lot there of are plenty wounds. of examples of people mm-hmm. who have self-inflicted wounds i'll be like paul or you know, all kinds of people in the Bible. If you don't know who these people is, go read them. Yeah, just, you know, just take that time, like I said, use that knowledge, and then apply that knowledge. Exactly. Right? But also, tying back to one of the other episodes, self-inflicted wounds may come from trauma. But That's true. But, hey, that's much deeper. But, um, you got anything for the folk today? Uh, let's see. My parting words today would be... I'm really not sure. Let me think about it. Okay, well, then you let go me ahead. Go you got it. You know, my parting words would be stop. Um, and not just stop, but stop and think before you do it. Because, like, my thing is, like, a lot of the times you may, you may or may not already be aware. And so if you kind of have, like, an inkling of an idea or, or, or if you just realize that you're always finding yourself in the same place, stop where you are and think. Try to process it and just 
Like it's it's at at the end of the day, we're not perfect. You're gonna be causing all kinds of self inflicted wounds from here until the day you die. You know, but <clears throat> let's at least try to minimize it and be aware. That way we're not sitting up here bleeding out from our own injuries rather than from what life already beating us up about already. Definitely. I have my parting words. I would say surround yourself with people who are where you want to be. If you are the smartest person in your friend group, that's problematic. Everybody should have a strength. And I'm going to tie this together because it probably sounds random, right? Mm -mm. But what I say when I mean that is you need to have people around you who can help identify that for you. You know what I'm saying? People who can help you work through that. People who can pull you to the side and be like, you know what? You're causing yourself a lot of unnecessary problems right now. You know, you need those kind of people. And you, you have to be humble. Once again, you got to put that pride to the side. Man, I get it. Put that pride in the trunk and close it. Just roll. You know what I'm saying? Put that pride to the side and be willing to look outside of yourself at yourself. What? Because you call me out on so much stuff so many times. I was like, okay, Jared, dang, when am I ever right? <laughs> but, but I mean, you know, we, we do that for each other. Exactly. You know? So, so yeah, but like I said, like he said, just be willing to accept what somebody says. Because it could have been plenty of times he called me out. I'm like, what? That's like, you know, because, yeah. But right. anyways, that's what we have on self-inflicted wounds. Man, y'all be easy. Let's make better decisions. And ultimately, let's be better men.